Hey everybody, this is Garrett just checking in really quick before the episode begins. I just wanted to remind everybody that following this episode we will be taking a short summer break and we should be back uh, again with regular episodes starting at the beginning of August. So enjoy the episode and we will see you guys soon. Hello and welcome everybody to the Average Joe Music Show. I am Creighton, one of your hosts, along with my two friends Garrett and uh, Cam. And we get together every week and just talk about music, particularly albums surrounding a specific subject. Um, And we've covered various topics in the past here, and it's been a lot of fun. Uh, One thing that we want to really quickly just let you guys know... We will be taking probably a month's break uh, for the f- for the summer a little bit. Um, also, just uh, give us some time to possibly catch up on a few episodes, and um, so we can constantly be bringing you guys content. And uh, of course, we'll still be updating you on all of our our music. Uh, listenings and, and, and so on and so forth on our on our Instagram and Facebook and Twitter channels, as well as hopefully throwing in mini episodes so that you guys kind of aren't left in the dust. So be sure to keep uh, an eye on those. Um, but now that we have that out of the way, we're going to hop right into our subject for today, which is uh, metal music. Um, this was... Uh, quite quite the episode and it probably won't be one for everyone and uh, we fully understand that but we also hope that maybe it opens up opens the doorway up to some people for a genre of music that maybe they never gave a, a fair shake to and uh I, I the thing about metal that's really hard that uh you know just to, to go ahead and just say we're gonna cover metal today it's kind of it, it it's such like a vast genre there's so many sub um genres within metal that it's like it's really tough and you'll notice um and i know we say this a lot on the show but you'll notice if you go and listen to these picks that each one of them falls under a different genre of metal um and so yeah i mean that's that's kind of the the, the hard part that i had with selecting my choice for this and I mean, I've kind of selected my metal bands. Uh, I, I kind of have it set to what I, I like now. But this was a nice refresher to be like, oh, wait, maybe I don't, you know, because I was kind of I kind of had like, well, this is the this is the metal music I listen to. I've kind of moved away from that. But this is what I like and I'll come back to. And so I I don't know about you guys, but I because I, I did have kind of a tough time. Like, well, what do I and I think obviously in the future, we'll be like, well, we're going to have a sludge episode. We're going to have a heavy metal episode. We're going to have a I, whatever else, you know, a, a gent metal episode or so on and so forth. So I I know that that will happen. But I, how did you guys kind of go about choosing the, your topics for this? For me, it was just purely that the album I chose is 20th. Um, it's really one of the albums that opened me up to metal. Uh, but like it was also the 20th anniversary of this this album i had to choose it but what about you guys yeah i um 
gravitate more towards kind of the hardcore end of the spectrum. And so, you know, that's what I listen to more often and have more expertise in. Um, and so that kind of drove my my pick this time around. But yeah, I mean, there was just so many options, so many different directions to go in. It was a hard pick for me. Mm-hmm. And I think kind of like yeah. you touched on, um, I think this will be a fun topic for us to kind of come back to every so often um because as you say it's like there's it the umbrella of metal kind of covers a lot of different subgenres and it um and, and a lot of different types of music really i mean you could do like you said you could do a whole like doom metal thing or like sludge metal or you know speed thrash kind of like it 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 covers a lot of things and I think it can be sort of insular in a lot of ways of like, there's, I think kind of a lot of, there's, there's a lot of people who listen to, you know, metal or maybe even one kind of metal and that's sort of their thing. And I, you know, that's great. Like I always think, you know, just like listen to what you enjoy for sure. Um, But I, I, I think since it's a thing that we all kind of enjoy, it'll be a fun thing to touch on here and there. Um, just because it's, um, I do think that there's a lot of ways in, um, a lot of ways to, you know, enjoy it. Um, a lot of places to start mine. I kind of went more with, um, something my pick was more just, I, I knew there were a few different, ways to talk about it it's sort of an interesting pick and one that i come back to pretty often and also one that i found um after listening to i think metal more in like junior high and high school and stuff having kind of moved away from it for a while this was something that definitely like sparked my interest to come back to it in a big way but yeah let's start with let's start with your pig garrett uh brendan small uh, his galacticon which uh, um, I guess you'd consider this more kind of a, a heavy metal, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. I, I'm not like great on my my like right. exact genres of metal. I do enjoy the genre and all sorts of genres yeah. within, but I, I I get confused, I guess, because I'm not trying to. No, be and an I think that'll be it. an interesting thing we can do uh, with these little bit is try to you know parse exactly you know what would you call this. Yeah, I, I think heavy metal, loosely. Um, I would also say kind of like melodic metal um, sort of captures yes. it pretty well, just in the way that it's um, not every element, especially a lot of the guitar solo work and stuff. There's not as much like complete distortion on the guitars, I guess. And, um, well, I, so, uh, a good way, um, to start to describe this, something I 
remember hearing so well so brendan small um i guess i'll start there he is mostly known for doing like cartoons kind of he did a show for a while that i believe yeah uh, was on adult swim now i I can't remember i I believe it was on adult swim but home movies was one of the first things he was kind of known for doing he was sort of in charge of a lot of the animation and the voices and everything and there's also musical elements to it where he you know play the music for it um and then fast forward uh kind of the thing he's most known for now is uh a show that was on adult swim and now they're bringing back uh for a movie um i guess but metalocalypse <clears throat> which is about this fictional metal band called death clock and it's just a it's a complete like um satire just of uh, metal and like the scene and the bands and the music and everything in general. But I think what makes that, what made that show so appealing to me was that while it's totally satire, um, you can tell from the music, which he does, like he does basically all the music. um, You can tell that he has like a real appreciation and reverence for the style of music. Um, and then I think maybe around the time that that show was canceled and then had, um, one last thing that they did, uh, he put out this album. So that would have been like 2012, I think, um, Galacticon, which is kind of more of, I, I guess, a serious approach, like, cause the, all the Metalocalypse music is really cool, but it's, you know, it's very tongue in cheek, like the subject matter and stuff is very like, yeah. it's, in, you know, he's intentionally choosing, you know, like uh, song titles and topics like Mermaider, for example, which is a combination <laughs> of murder and mermaid. Like, it's just, it's very tongue in cheek. Yeah. Um, uh, Galacticon is a little bit more of a serious thing. And um, since we were talking about kind of like, how do you define what kind of, metal this falls under i remember at one point hearing him say in an interview that he's a really big um fan of queen but brian may in particular like he's a really big fan of the way that guy plays guitar yeah and it kind of explains a lot of the guitar solos and just kind of like the melodic elements for me because he there's there's a lot of guitar soloing but it feels very like like I would imagine if you saw him play this live, the solos probably wouldn't vary. Um, they, they feel very set. They feel very written, um, kind of rigid in that way. Um, yeah. And it's just kind of like this space rock opera thing. Um, being a fan of Queen, I think he would therefore also just be a fan of kind of like the rock opera thing. Um and that's what he did here. And um, it's, ugh, man, it's just impressive and like infuriating uh, when somebody is so good at such a wide variety of things. Like, <laughs> I know. Because, I mean, he does like basically all of the guitar work. He does all of the vocals, which is insane. Like between the Metalocalypse stuff and the Galacticon albums, he does just like, an insane amount of 
vocal work that it just like he can do kind of the really growly stuff he can do some pretty um you know really nice more traditional singing stuff um and for metal like really a lot of these songs are relatively short like you know clocking in at the sort of three to four minute area which is um yeah not as typical for like heavy metal stuff no like i think if you're talking like really traditional heavy heavy metal like even metallica say um their songs aren't all you know 15 minutes but they're five six seven a lot of the time um and i think all these songs are really generally three to four minutes and kind of packed yeah only two go over the five minute mark yeah (laughs) kind of packed full of ideas um he hits a lot of marks um and the other thing i would kind of mention on this pick is uh the one of the things that keeps me coming back to this the most is uh that second to last song danger tits is like one of the most awesome like instrumental (laughs) metal songs i can think of up putting it on playlists all the time because it just like the oh man melodically speaking like the melodies are so good um and i think that's kind of the strength of this thing in general to me is like the melodies and kind of the song structure is really good and really really airtight <laughs> like yeah that's that's for sure and i think honestly out of all of our picks i think this is like one of the best ways to jump into metal if you're like pretty on the outskirt like you don't generally go down that road it i think for a sure. lot of people could get into it because it's just kind of it takes a more fun look at metal i guess it's it doesn't take itself too seriously it's more of an enjoyable kind of ride through this like sci-fi uh you know dreamscape kind of thing and not you know deep and dark and dreary i i i knew about brendan mm-hmm. small because i actually heard about him on a podcast he he was he's been featured on it i think several times called the daily zeitgeist which is kind of a popular um podcast but uh that's where i first heard about him because i think he's promoting uh, the second galacticon and i was like this guy yeah. is interesting and um, i kind of was checking him out back then but i just completely forgot about it um up until now so uh, until you brought this one back up i was like this is a good refresher um and uh, i think i only really listened to the second one so uh it was i was uh it was nice to go and listen to this first one yeah i mean if you don't listen to metal i i i bet you you could get into this because it's it's not quite what you would uh the first thing you think of when you think of metal so um yeah great pick so question Garrett. So, you know, with him being a solo act, um, do you know if he's doing all of the instruments on this or does he have a, a band that he works with? Not everything. So similarly to um, Death Clock, like Death Clock will actually tour sometimes. I know they've toured with um, Mastodon, um, 
a couple of other cool. bands. Um, uh, uh, recording wise, I know he does. Uh, so I think for Death Clock and for this first album, at least, I believe he does all of the guitar work and then brings in like a bass guy and a, a drummer usually. Um, yeah. I, I, I imagine he could probably work his way around the bass, but I don't believe he really does drums at all. Um, so he usually uh-huh. brings in a couple of people, but like, yeah, all that guitar work and everything is just straight up him. And you can, there's some pretty good, uh, uh, live video stuff you can find. He's a, he's a pretty insane guitar player. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you're into it, his, his Instagram too is pretty cool to follow and his, yeah. just his social media yeah. in general. So he's hilarious. He, yeah, That's he kind of the other of... weird thing is like, He's hilarious. He, you know, yeah. is a great artist, like great guitar player, great singer. He does. It's not fair. Yeah, he it, it, definitely. <laughs> I, I would agree with that. Um, cool. Uh, let's move on to your pick, Cam. Um, I, I was, uh, I was mentioning um, when, when you put this one in the chat, and they just released their. New, it was funny because you put this one in our chat for this. Um, for this episode and they didn't have an album out and then by the time that we started recording they have an album out now um but a pretty cool new band uh, coming to the scene and i was uh mentioning man just listening to these guys took me back to just playing uh tony hawk like pro skater games and like (laughs) it was like that was like oh man you know like I was like, this this has got to be included on one of those future games if it's not already on like the new one. But uh, this is a pretty cool album. Pretty cool. I I, I know I bring this up a lot, but I, I think their artwork's also pretty awesome, um, especially on that new album. And then there's the single Half Alive, which I was like, that's really cool. Um, so yeah, uh, how did you come across these guys, man? Yeah, so my pick for this week was a band called Ikulu from New York. Um, and the album is called Unscrew My Head. And yeah, like you said, it just came out uh, the other day, but. I, you know, was kind of looking around for some new stuff um, and looked on one of those just a hardcore playlist that someone had put together. And I think like some of their songs had like 5,000 plays on them or something. I mean, they were like pretty new, you know. Um, and then, uh, yeah, once that album dropped, it seems like most of their uh, numbers are shooting up but yeah they've been getting a lot of uh, a lot of attention for just being a, a small new band that's coming on the scene um you know as far as if i had to describe them i'd say it's just kind of like 90s new york hardcore um but it does uh take some different kind of more metal directions in some of the songs um you know, it kind of gets into that like thrash metal uh, sort of realm, and you know, I, I kind of gravitate towards hardcore. You know, kind of like that punk hardcore branch, and you know, sometimes those bands transition into the 
metal realm. Um, if it gets too far into the metal stuff, you know, it gets to like Dungeons and Dragons, I kind of <laughs> check out. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, this one, you know, I felt like it was kind of just that traditional hardcore, um, but it counts as metal because it, you know, it kind of gets some of that soloing in there and and whatnot. It definitely doesn't. Um, uh, it definitely doesn't c- clock in at the uh, metal time length like the last either. You won't find a single one. Barely over forty four minutes on here. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's another thing um, to know. Yep. The yeah, I, I was watching their a couple of their live sets on YouTube, and they were like fifteen minutes for the entire set. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, this was. You uh, know, I, I thought it was just such a like nostalgic al- album, but like also, I mean, I'm saying that I'm like 27 years old, but you know, growing up kind of within the skate scene, even though um, I'm not necessarily a, a 90s kid um, per se, it still brought back nostalgia because of like grow like you know being in the skate scene as a you know youngster. And, uh, but it had a fresh new take, you know, it was just so, um, it felt good, you know, like it felt like those songs really, uh, really hit the mark. And if, if that's kind of what you're looking for, it felt, um, kind of like, uh, kind of very mature, I guess was what one thing I liked about it. Like, I feel like sometimes when you listen to some more of some of the nineties stuff that, has come and gone it can you you listen to it in your later in life and you're like oh i I forgot that didn't really resonate quite with me as well as it did a few years ago but this one definitely had a much more like there's just a take on it that i just really really hit home with me for uh, yeah um yeah i agree you know like even like you mentioned their artwork is is kind of different like when you look at the album cover you know i mean it's like for the sound you you know you kind of expect your typical like you know your collegiate block letter uh type with a picture of some guy stage diving you know just like your <laughs> 90s deal that every that everyone has done a million times and um just by the artwork you can tell that they've got a little bit more thought into it and yeah. aren't necessarily um feeling obligated to fit into some kind of genre or, you know, preconceived part of what is hardcore and metal. Um, I think that's kind of what the future of hardcore is going to be. Um, I hope so. You know, like if you look at what bands are like really big right now, like turnstile, you know, they're kind of bringing in some sampling and some electronic stuff and their whole aesthetic is not, quite so tough guy um and then you look at you know more on the metal side um like i had debate about i had debated picking code orange for this pick this week um they you know their roots are in hardcore like if you go and you know listen to some of their interviews and their earlier stuff um it's definitely just straight up hardcore, but I feel like they're evolving. Um, you know, they've kind of gone into the metal realm, but even within metal, they're doing some really interesting things um, with, you know, a ton of like sampling and 
um, just kind of you know electronic uh, synthesized sounds that are you know pre-recorded and they're playing them and um, on this latest album they they have these kind of like hard pauses um, like yeah. where the entire everything just goes silent for a second it's kind of weird like I I'd be curious to see how that goes off live um but i remember like listening to their latest album like for the first time and i almost thought it was a mistake or something like like it's like really intentionally (laughs) jarring yeah um but you know whether you like it or not it's it's definitely different and they're pushing the the boundaries and trying to innovate you know and they're seeing massive success because of it so Oh yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, I mean, this one, yeah, might not be as progressive as Turnstile or Code Orange, um, but I feel like it's just a very solid, solid hardcore metal album. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't call it not progressive. I would, um, but yeah, it might not sound quite as. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 they're not. It's, it's hard to say because. I, I wouldn't call it not progressive because it does uh, it does sound like a today's sound whilst uh, giving you that nostalgic feel at least that's what, how I felt um but it it definitely um I don't know it like I said it just had a Maybe. very mature feel to it you know like I just like it, this is good you know like sometimes even like Rage Against the Machine sometimes I'll go back to it and I'm like uh I'm like wow like I don't like I used to love this one. It's just not quite hitting with me anymore like it used to, you know? And maybe that's just, like, depends on my mood and the season. But but this one just had, like, a really cool just vibe to it that just really, really knocked it out of the park as, as, as far as I'm concerned. And that's why I hate to say it's not progressive, but uh, maybe I yeah, just maybe... need to give Turnstile and Code Orange more of a listen. <laughs> Yeah, well, definitely. Yeah, I, mean, I would, I would I, say it's just it's it's pretty like par for the course. I think in certain ways yeah. for like New York hardcore is yeah. maybe what you're hitting on a little bit. But it's you know it's it, it is definitely um, it, uh, that that's a scene that I do think is doing a little bit of fusion of some of the hardcore and metal and punk stuff that uh, is more interesting. So while it maybe sounds like other stuff of that area, it kind of doesn't really sound like any of those genres anywhere else, really. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe, um, you know, I I guess instead of saying it's not progressive, I'd say maybe it's not as innovative or experimental as some of those others. But, but yeah, it is, it's a new sound, you know, kind of a fusion of 90s yeah. hardcore and some of the newer metal styles. Um, one thing that I also noticed is, like, from song to song, uh, it has a lot of variety. Like, even the the singer, you know, the vocals sound very different in yeah. each song. Um, like, in Pick Your Fight, the guy sounds like, totally sounds like the singer of Bane, which is one of my favorite, yeah. just all-time favorite, you know, hardcore bands. Um, and some of the other ones, he just <laughs> kind of sounds a little bit different, you know, like in, uh, 
in Sanctuary of Depression, he's got some kind of like just crazy sounding like growl whale things that I don't know, I guess yeah. maybe you get into like the knocked loose sort of sound. I don't know what you call it, but uh, <laughs> definitely very raw. Oh yeah. yeah. No, that's definitely. that's a good word. It's it's a pretty raw it's a pretty raw sound that they have. Yeah. Like So uh, from there, um, we'll move into probably the most, uh, I hate to say this, but kind of after our discussion today, because um, I, I mean, it was revolutionary. It still sounds fresh, but maybe the most uh, cliche metal album of the bunch here, which is Opeth's Blackwater Park. And I only say that because you won't find any, you'll find one song under five minutes on this album Uh, (laughs) and so i wouldn't call it cliche though um because it is definitely uh and especially during the time you know opeth has earned their name for a reason and uh constantly evolving which to the you know discontent of so many fans uh not to me though uh i actually bought their newest album and i wish i would have brought it in here with me because it's like the coolest vinyl it's blue with this yellow splatter and it's just the it's really cool i wish i would have brought it to show you guys but maybe i'll try and include some pictures of that on our yeah um, on our you know social media somewhere but uh i would love to own blackwater park especially with some of the amazing um additions that they're releasing right now for the 20th anniversary they have so many different vinyl um releases that they're doing that have like really cool like it's just the black and then so like i swear there's like five others of you know different colors and things it's it's really cool but um this album to me i mean i had been introduced to metal probably through probably the first metal that i listened to was buckethead and like i was like way into that guy back when i was in like a freshman in high school because i was like you know starting to play guitar and i kind of just bumped into him through i don't remember probably something my dad had and uh that was probably my first experience and then kind of caught on to nine inch nails and really you know i'm still massive fan of them and or of trent Reznor, and uh but then um you know, I never really ventured, I guess, out into kind of some of the, you know, that some of that is uh, just, uh, you know, Buckethead moves into like this like jazz fusion kind of thing a lot, too. And yeah, um, Nine Inch Nails is very industrial and, you know, more along the uh, more of a humanized version, I guess, of metal. And I think but Blackwater Park was like my first venture into kind of this uh the i would say the real world of of metal music and um especially uh contemporary metal music and uh i i just fell in love i heard bleak and like i was just like whoa like i after i heard that song it just blew my mind and You know, I, I had like a, a playlist of Opeth at the time, but it's funny because now I can't listen to Opeth 
on just a playlist. Like I, they're one of those bands where I have to listen to like album to album and listen through the whole thing. Like I can't just have. I mean, if a song comes on like when I'm shuffling, like a whole like my whole slew of music that I have on Spotify, that's great. But generally with Opeth, I like to go through and just listen the whole way through. And this album, I mean, it just starts off with a bang um, with the Leopard Leopard Affinity and then moving on to Bleak. But one thing that they really did with this album, and um, I think Stephen Wilson had a really huge hand in this uh, being the producer, was they did an amazing job at flowing... um, through like the really hard like heavy metal spots and then the more um you know there's a lot of, i guess the best way to describe it there's a lot of light and shade that's one way that i know like mm. jimmy page likes to describe like led zeppelin's music yeah and i think uh blackwater park does that immensely well i mean it just there's just these like real heavy parts but like bleak for example is one of those songs that just flows through like just like crazy you know growling and then it just like starts soaring up into the air in this like very you know uh you know just regular traditional singing and uh, just like beautiful melodies and and that happens throughout the whole album and that's i think what really caught my attention and really brought me into the the world of metal uh with this album I, I just to this day it's just such a pivotal album to me whereas like I, I just I'm constantly coming back to it yeah no um you you mentioned a little bit um just kind of about like musical cliches or whatever to start with and I think all cliches kind of have to originate somewhere and I think that these guys are kind of like genuinely I think when people think death metal whether they know who opeth are or not that's kind of what they're thinking of like it's just there's sort of like Mm -hmm. if you're thinking of uh like i mentioned metallica earlier like i think if you're thinking of heavy metal you're kind of thinking of metallica in your mind a little bit i think if you're thinking of death metal yeah iron maiden yeah yeah like they kind of have that nordic sound i mean they're they're swedish so it's like that kind of goth, um, you know, sound with when they come through with the acoustic guitar, it go, you know, kind of gives you that kind of, I don't want to say folksy, but, y- but like, definitely yeah. though, it's kind of got like that, a Jethro like, Tull kind of feel. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, but one thing I, I will say, uh, uh, on the cliche note before we move away is that Opeth in a way has also broken that cliche. Cause if you watch they them, have. I mean, there's a few of the guys in the band that, like, have some black on, but it's not, like, you know, it's not this big show. I mean, like, the singer Michael, like, he's just, like, got, like, a normal T-shirt on with jeans. Like, it's not, like, this whole theatrical, like, 
we're all in black. Like they do have long hair, but like that's probably like like he's def and he said like I don't want to be like one of those guys that's just up there kind of like adding to like I'm just gonna wear what I wear. Like it's not like I'm not trying to wear the music as well as like play it. Yeah. You know. So I will put that note there as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess I was more trying to say um, like I I think that they're just sort of if you're th- like they're sort of to me the quintessential like Nordic death metal band that has you know long yeah. really intense songs about like the occult and magic and mysticism and stuff like <laughs> yeah it just doesn't yeah. really get a whole lot better than Opeth in in my opinion um <laughs> it, yeah and that's I think I that's why it's been hard for me to venture out I think is maybe starting with Opeth was kind of a, a bad thing for me because it's been hard to like listen to other stuff. And I'm like, well, just doesn't quite compare, you know, like, and that's not to say that there isn't other great heavy metal bands out there, but I mean, it's just like when you think about heavy metal, like you're saying, like we were saying like Metallica and Iron Maiden, like those guys are amazing and were revolutionary, but I mean, Opeth, I think, really takes the genre to a whole new yes. level. And I think they're doing so with each album that they put out. I mean, they don't do growls anymore, which, like I said, nope. might be a disappointment to many people. But their new approach and their new take is... It, it's... I mean, I really do think in the future people... I mean, uh, people are already seeing them as, uh, like, you know, they're they're groundbreaking but I think that they continue to do so by saying, well, we're just not really like we, we're going to do what we're into. Like I know Michael said, like if I feel the growl coming on, then I'll do it. But I just don't really feel that anymore, you know, which I think is a very mature thing to do as a, as a band. Like you're not just playing out to your fans. Um, And I, I just I just have like a really profound respect for these guys uh, just because of really how much each album flow like each album just ha- is so different yet you still know it's Opeth when yeah. it comes on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, and I guess the last thing I'd say on that too is um, it's uh, it's cool to see a lot of um, contemporary bands even if you know they've been around since 90s, 80s, whatever. It's it's cool to see, like I said before, the way that metal can be or has been classically considered, I think, kind of insular in the way that it's like, you know, it's filled with a lot of talk of what is or isn't metal or, you know, this, that and the other. Um, yeah. It's been cool to see in recent years that the community is actually, I think, a lot more welcoming than that. Like you go to metal shows and I think you see a wider, yeah. or like a, a much wider range of people there now. And, and kind of like you said, you don't, you, I, I like I go to, uh, for sure. I've been to some metal shows where it's like, Oh yeah, these guys are exactly what I expected. Like, um, I, I nothing yeah. comes to mind off the top of my head, but like for the most part, they're all kind of like nerdy dudes and like it's not it's you get this <laughs> yeah. picture of you in your head of like um you know a bunch of nordic guys all in black you know with you know super angry faces and like 
sharp angled guitars yeah. and stuff. Um, <laughs> but it's kind of, it's, uh, it's, the genre has evolved, I think, in a lot of ways. And uh, bands like Opeth are definitely a big part 100%. of A hundred percent. Yeah, well, and I mean, I think all of the bands that we've discussed today have, have been a big part of that. Um, Friggin' Brendan Small being a huge part of, like, bringing metal to so many people through Metalocalypse and, and things like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I for me, if someone's ever looking to get into metal or they're like, I, I like this sound, but I don't know where to go, like, this is just, like, the one that I'm always saying, like, well, you, you really should go listen to this then. Um, or really any of their albums. Um, uh, Ghost Reveries is another like hard, like very death metally one that's really good. But if you want to move into like more of kind of I guess uh, a mellowed out version of Opeth, any of their recent stuff from, let's see what the album was called. I'm forgetting right now. But anything from oh, uh, Heritage onward. Yeah is is gonna be a little bit more chilled out you're still gonna get some really amazing heavy guitar sound um brutal drumming uh but it's it's gonna be a little bit more uh chilled out from the more their earlier stuff um and their new one is really good sorceress is awesome so i i mean i could just go on and on so i won't but um We'll put some yeah. picks in the playlist. These guys. and uh, Yeah, and I do want to bring up, again, their artwork is really cool. Like, their their artwork goes beyond also the the metal cliches as well. It's just, like, blood and, and guts and, and sorrow and, and just death. It's... it's they, they, I can't remember the guy's name right now. Um, but I follow him on Instagram, and he's just a really cool artist, and he's... He's and he throws in some funny stuff too in a lot of their I like there's definitely a lot of wit in some of their albums. Uh like on Heritage, one of the band members left and you see there's like this tree, it kind of looks like a tree of life kind of thing, and there's a head that's falling out of the tree, and that was the band oh. member that left the band. So wow. there's there's okay. a lot of like little like, yeah. you know, goofy things <laughs> like that that they just kind of sneak in that 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 uh add a little bit of light humor to the to the seriousness that they portray sometimes so um but yeah i mean there's metal for you guys uh, <laughs> I, I i don't know if we could we could definitely milk it a lot more than this and we will uh, as time comes to show and we do specific metal genres because there's definitely some great other things that we're missing out on yes. telling you here so um Keep, a, keep an eye on your social media. Follow us at AVG Music Show on Instagram and Twitter. And then just Facebook, Average Joe Music Show. Um, and if you feel the need to send us a voice message, we'd love to hear from you. If you're on Anchor and any other kind of messages on any of our social platforms, we're always wondering what we missed and what we could know more about and or even share a love with with you. So keep us posted. And... Uh, we will have probably some big news within the coming weeks of where we're taking the show and, and possibly what we might be doing as we come back. And take care, everyone. Peace. Cool. Bye. Bye.